Nick Reed in the morning, Joe. I am not Nick Reed. I'm James Clary. Filling in for my buddy Nick. Let's see what's going on in the news out there. Ten in Fox 49, I'm Jesse Inman. A Springfield man accused of stealing catalytic converters is expected to be sentenced today. 39-year-old John Griffith pleaded guilty earlier this year. Police arrested Griffith and another man after they say they stole two catalytic converters from cars in an apartment building parking lot. The repair costs from the two thefts were listed as over $900 each. Construction will start on a portion of Walnut Street this morning. Walnut will be closed between Kansas Expressway and Newton Avenue for about a month. Crews will be relocating communication lines beneath the road. That street will reopen in early December and a detour will be posted until then. And this weekend, Santa will be cruising into Springfield in Branson to officially kick off Santa's Wonderland at Bass Pro Shops. From Color 10 and Fox 49, I'm Jesse Inman. And your first alert forecast from Color 10 Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt, sponsored by St. Clair of the Ozarks. Today, sunny skies with a high near 47, wind chill of 17. Tonight, mostly clear with a low around 30. Tomorrow, sunny skies with a high near 58 and a wind chill of 22. And on Friday, sunny with a high near 63. Thank you, Sarah. I am James Clary filling in for Nick Reed. I'm going to play a video for you. It's about two minutes. I want you to listen very carefully to this. Uh, this is from Wesley Clark, who was the second four-star general com- uh, commander of the Southern Command in Europe, the second highest in the Army. Go ahead and play it, Sarah. About 10 days after 9-11, I went through the Pentagon, and I saw Secretary Rumsfeld and, and Deputy Secretary Wolfowitz. I went downstairs just to say hello to some of the people on the joint staff who had used, used to work for me. And one of the generals called me and he said, sir, you got to come in. you got to come in and talk to me a second. I said, well, you're too busy. He said, no, no. He says, we've made the decision we're going to war with Iraq. This was on or about the 20th of September. I said, we're going to war with Iraq. Why? He said, I don't know. <laughs> he said, I guess they don't know what else to do. So uh, I said, well, did they find some information collect- connecting Saddam to al-Qaeda? He said, no, no. He says, there's nothing new that way. They just made the decision to go to war with Iraq. He said, I guess it's like we don't know what to do about terrorists, but we've got a good military and we can take down governments. And um, he said, I guess if, if the only tool you have is a hammer, every problem has to look like a nail. So I came back to see him a few weeks later. And by that time, we were bombing in Afghanistan. I said, are we still going to war with Iraq? And he said, oh, it's worse than that. He said, he reached over on his desk. He picked up a piece of paper. He said, I just, he said, I just got this down from upstairs, meaning the Secretary of Defense's office today. And he said, this is a memo that describes how we're going to take out seven countries in five years, starting with Iraq and then Syria, Lebanon, Libya, Somalia, Sudan, and finishing off Iran. Okay. That is a stunning video. Seven countries. And guess what? We did go to war with Iraq. So this was on September 20th, 2001. Wesley Clark, the second highest commander in the U.S. Army, was given a memo that said not only were we going to war with Iraq, he listed the six other countries, and we have. 
every one of those countries except, well, Lebanon is a total mess. We don't need to go to war with them. The civil wars destroyed the country. Same thing with Syria. The one country on that list that remains a threat, quote unquote, is Iran. So I'm in the studio here in Springfield, KSGF Studios, and we have Fox News on the screen. And just like every other news organization, I'm looking at the Chirons, the scrolling news on the bottom of the screen, and it's headlines like, Growing fears that the Israel-Hamas attack will spill over to the U.S. Growing fears that another 9-11 attack is coming on American soil. And before the break, I was, I was started to read an article by Todd Benzman, who has done extensive research on the people coming across the border in the Biden administration. And many, many, many hundreds, maybe probably thousands, because we know 8 million have come in. 8 million unvetted illegal immigrants have come in the country. Many of them are jihadis. This is intentional. This is what I'm going to predict on this show. What is today? It's November 1st. November 1st at 8, 12 a.m. I'm going to predict that the United States within a year, because it's got to happen before the election, will be at war with Iran. And by the way, this would be a horrible, terrible idea and could lead to World War III. There's going to be an attack. We just got the article from the Gateway Pundit, one of our listeners sent us, about an anthrax, a, uh, a, suppose, a crisis activity of an anthrax attack. Anthrax? You can't, like I said, you can't just go dig that up in your backyard. The CDC on their website now says that if there's a bioterror event in the United States, anthrax would be one of the most likely agents used. Anthrax is developed at U.S. military labs only. So if there's an anthrax attack, it's going to be done Indirectly by your own government, people. That's how much they care about you. It's just astounding. I'm James Clary. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. James Clary filling in for Nick Reed. It is the Nick Reed in the Morning Show along with Sarah Myers on the the dials and the buttons. Want to get in on the show? I'd love to hear what you guys think. Knowing what we know now and how the media seems to be pushing this agenda for more war. Remember, the media always is in favor of war. They've never met a war they didn't like. Give us a call at 417-447-5743. I promise I'll get you on the air if you call in. 447-5743. I predicted in the last segment that the United States is going to war with Iran. What's going to happen, in my opinion, there's going to be a terror attack. It might be in the form of anthrax. It might be a, say, dirty nuclear bomb. It might be attack on our power grid. There's any number of things. We know from Todd Benzman's reporting and others that there are cells of Hezbollah in the United States. 
Now, look at all these students that have come out in favor of Palestine. This, I mean, <laughs> this this is amazing what's going on right now. It's not amazing. I mean, it's frightening, but it is amazing. Think about it. If there is a terror attack by Hezbollah in the U.S., it could literally, it could literally bring about a civil war where these people that support uh Palestine come out and support an attack on the American homeland. Well, I just got an interesting note. We should label terrorists Biden is allowed as Biden fighters. I, I totally agree. Totally agree. But they're here. If you don't follow Todd Bensman, you need to follow him. Uh, he does a lot of reporting for Real America's Voice. And he's done a three-part series on these known cells. Now, meanwhile, we talked to the first hour about January 6th. How is that relevant? The resources of our government, particularly the DOJ and the FBI, the resources of our government are being expended to go after quote-unquote MAGA extremists. I mean, if it wasn't so, you know, frightening, it'd be funny. It's so absurd. MAGA extremists, they're, you know who they're talking about? They're talking about you and they're talking about me and Nick Reed and anybody else, else that speaks up about this stuff. And it happens on both sides. If you, if you like uh, Congressman Thomas Massey, says, whoa, 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 let's hold on a minute before we uh, instantly give $16 billion to Israel. Let's make sure we can uh, follow the money. You're called an anti-Semite. It's insane. I'm James Clary. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Nick Reed in the Morning Show. I'm your host, James Clary. This is serious stuff we're talking about, guys. I mean, we played you the Wesley Clark video. And for those of us in, let's call it alternative media, whatever, this is a very famous talk that uh, retired four-star general Wesley Clark said where Orders from the def- the Secretary of Defense said we're going to take out five countries in seven years. No, seven countries in five years. And it's all come true. Except, primarily except for one country. Who's that country? Iran. So when administrations change, when we get a new president... The plans of the military-industrial complex don't change. They may, you know, wiggle-waggle and move some things here, move some things there. But their ultimate goals, they look long-term, just like the Marxists do. And the Marxist ideology has seeped into our military. But, look, the monster has to be fed. The monster is the deep state. The monster is the military, industrial, pharmaceutical, intelligence apparatus that's made your life and my life much less fulfilling and joyful over the last several decades. 
I mean, think about the endless wars. We spent trillions. I think it was estimated we spent almost $3 trillion between the war in Iraq and Afghanistan. $3 trillion. We can't, we throw that number around, the T word trillion. But you have no idea how much money that is. I think a trillion $1 bills stacked on top of each other would go to the moon, something like that. I mean, it's just insane how much money that is. A trillion dollars. Yet the U.S., the projected budget deficit for this next year, I think is $2 trillion. Yet we, we want to give $16 billion to Israel and Biden just asked for another $60 billion to Ukraine? They're insane. Now, what I was talking to Sarah about on the break was that what's happening right now might make for some interesting bedfellows. So there was a Senate hearing with Antony Blinken, the Secretary of Defense, and he asked, this is Blinken, asked for a $14 billion aid package for Israel. And the Democrats went nuts. I should play you the audio, maybe maybe after the next break. But they're screaming. Now, I don't support those people at all. I condemn anti-Semitic behavior. But at the same time, I just, I don't think that America has the money to send to anybody. I think all foreign aid should be cut off at this point. Now, the counter argument to that is, well, the CCP and the Russians, they're going to continue to send aid to these countries and their influence. It's all about our influence. You know what? Let's take care of America. That's why the Make America Great Again, which really has kind of transformed into the hashtag America First movement, has so much traction. We believe, we American firsters believe in taking care of Americans before we take care of our allies or our enemies. You know, in the Israel Hamas, we're sending money to both sides. I think our annual allotment to uh, Hamas is like 200 million. Why the heck do we send a dime? Think what 200 million could do. Let's say we Missouri was given 200 million to build drug treatment centers. I bet you could build, I don't know, 50, 100 state of the art drug treatment centers for people addicted to this fentanyl, this scourge that the Biden administration has allowed to come into our country and that Americans seem to have an insatiable appetite for these drugs? Then you start talking billions. We've sent $150 billion to Ukraine. I mentioned in the first hour, we're paying Ukrainian officials salaries and pensions. Nobody thinks this is right. Yet very few in the uh, political machine that is the Beltway, the K Street, D.C., very few of them stand on principle. Thomas Massey's one of them. Eric Burleson, our congressman, is another.
they know, look, the U.S. is, we are on the premises. We are on the point of the spear of this country completely falling apart. This debt is unsustainable. So what, what will happen if my prediction comes true? What will happen if there's a terror attack in the U.S.? Look, the media's already ginned it up. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm stunned at the scrolling news feed at the bottom of Fox News. Heightened worries about domestic terror attacks. It's like 9-11 all over again. And the reason that I'm talking about this on the show is I don't want you, the faithful listeners of the Nick Reed show and my show, Clarification, to get sucked into this. Look, all of these headlines are intended to evoke emotion. Absolutely, we should feel compassion. And it's just as moral good people, you can't help but feel a heartbreak for these Israelis that were ruthlessly attacked. But at the same time, you can ask, why the heck didn't their government stop it? Because their government knew it was coming. You can feel both of those things at the same time. You can deplore Hamas and the jihadis, as I do, and still still feel sympathy for innocent children living in Gaza who are wounded. And yes, I can blame it on Hamas. Does it really matter? There's all these arguments and fights about, you know, Hamas is using civilian shields. Uh, the Israeli IDF is giving the civilians warning to get out of these countries. So it's Hamas's fault that they force these. Well, it may be. It doesn't matter. It doesn't mean we still can't have compassion for children killed or adults. A life lost is a life lost. War is horrible. You know, in the 2016 election, the campaign between Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton, I was a one-issue voter. And that one issue is still at the top of my list. I'm anti-war. I'm a historian. I got, I studied history at the university level, and I've always read history. And I know what war does. But the machine has to be fed, like I said. It's really disturbing. I'm James Clary. We'll be right back. Springfield's Talk 1041, the first alert forecast from Colorton Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt, sponsored by Navant Employee Benefits That Work. Today we'll have sunny skies with a high near 47 and a wind chill value of 17. Tonight, mostly clear with a low around 30. Tomorrow, sunny with a high near 58 and wind chill of 22. And on Friday, sunny with a high near 63. Thank you, Sarah. I am James Clary, filling in for my buddy Nick Reed. We had some interesting texts. Somebody uh, claimed to be a federal agent, not claimed, I'm sure they are a federal agent, texted in about the anthrax attacks, and he said, I didn't listen to the whole part, but I didn't know if you knew that the uh, we know who did the attacks. Well, he's talking about 
a guy named Bruce Ivins. And Ivins did work at Fort Detrick. And as I mentioned, the particular strain of anthrax that was used in 2001, it was traced to Fort Detrick. What we don't know is after the guy, so this guy apparently killed himself before he was ever charged. Wasn't that convenient? Now, we have no idea if he had any help. We have no idea why he did the attacks. Look, these quote-unquote suicides, it's like the cop in, in Oklahoma City bombing who actually saved several people after the explosion. He was a hero that day. His name was Terrence Yakey. Yakey, when he saw the news, he's, he's looking at the news and he told his wife that very night, he goes, that isn't what I saw at all. What they're describing is not what I witnessed. So he began an investigation on his own. He was on the phone with a friend and he said, look, I'm going to come out to see you after I lose this tale. I'm being followed by federal agents again. He was followed. His phones were tapped. Terrence Yakey was found with his hands tied behind his back. He was beaten unmercifully and he was shot in the head. No gun was ever found, yet it was ruled a suicide. So what I'm suggesting to the federal agent is that the Bruce Ivins suicide may not have been a suicide at all. And if it was, it was intended to keep us from it. We'll never know the whole story on that. I mean, isn't it just everything gets neatly wrapped up in a bow? Oh, well, yeah, we know he did it. Yeah, but he committed suicide, so we'll never know anything. Who was the, uh, gosh darn it, Sarah, who was the guy who, uh, supposedly gave uh, Hillary Clinton's email, and then he was he was worked for the DNC, and then he was killed. And it was supposedly a ro- they ruled it a robbery homicide. Except he had on like a Rolex watch, and he had several hundred dollars cash in his wallet. It wasn't a robbery. It was a killing. Look, the number of people killed after the the uh, JFK assassination. Many dozens, if not hundreds of people were found in very mysterious circumstances and death. Marilyn Monroe was one of them. She had told friends that uh, Kennedy had, you know, whispered certain things. You know, he was, uh, Marilyn Monroe was one of Kennedy's lovers. She knew too much. It's just the deep state. It's what they do. They don't like loose ends and they tie things up. So what are we talking about? We're talking about the U.S. is preparing for war. Now, what is the one thing that would almost ensure a Biden victory? War. George Bush, if you remember in the 2000 election, remember the Bush v. Gore? Many people still claim that uh, Gore won that election, and he very well might have. But the deep state, the military-industrial complex, needs people that, they'll, that will play ball. 
So Bush in the 2004 election, we, by that time we're enmeshed in Afghanistan, we're enmeshed in war in Iraq. He won easily. Why? He was a wartime president. How many times did FDR win? Three, four elections? Almost no presidents lose an election when we're at war. If the U.S. enters into a war with Iran along with Israel, it's going to bring other people in. It could literally start World War III when you consider that the CCP and Russia are somewhat allied with Iran, definitely the CCP. And Russia, Russia sings to their own symphony. They don't play ball with NATO and the U.S. That's why they're constantly painted as the most evil country on earth. You might have a friend who's married to a Russian girl. He's been to Moscow a hundred times. He said, believe me, there's more freedom in Russia than there is in America. And I totally believe him. No, I'm not a Putin apologist, but I also know my history. Not going to get into the crane thing. If you're interested in that, go to Clarification. You can find several episodes where I detail the history, in, particularly in eastern Ukraine and the Donbass and what caused that. And the CIA-led coup in 2014. <clears throat> you know, back to the anthrax thing. Remember, the lab in Fort Detrick was a CIA-run lab. The CIA was also involved with Echo Health Alliance, the company that was working with the Wuhan lab that developed COVID. Oh, this is what I wanted to say. The CDC has just announced that they have a new vaccine. You know what it's for? Anthrax. You just have to raise your hands and it's a, it's a WT you-know-what moment. What? Why would they just develop a vaccine for anthrax? That's insane. Unless they know what's coming. You could you want to go like deep into this? You can break this down to on a spiritual level. It's good versus evil. And in the occult, in the Satanist ideology, They have to, to make their magic work, they have to show you their intentions. That's exactly what they're doing, folks. I'm not saying that it's a satanic thing, but they are showing you their intentions. They want war. Trust me. Let's hope they don't get it. We'll be right back. Springfield's Talk 1041. You know, you see this stuff in the news and you might be thinking to yourself, I need to make sure that I can better protect myself and my family if I am ever in a situation where I need to do so. And if that is kind of your mindset here recently, I want to recommend my friends down at Quick Draw Gun in Monette. Now, Brad and his team, uh, they're just fantastic. I've been down there a couple of different times, purchased a couple of different firearms, and they make the process as simple as possible. One of my favorite things about Brad and his 
his team is they will actually listen to your needs. They're not going to try to sell you something that they want to sell you. They're going to make sure that they are going to try to find the best firearm that's going to fit for you and your family. And I also recommend if you don't already follow them on social media, they do a great job advertising whenever they're going to have a sale, whenever they have any type of restocks, whenever they have new firearms available, and so much more. So if you are interested in taking a trip down there to Monette, you can find all of the contact information for Quick Draw Gun under the Sarah's Endorsements tab at KSGF.com. Thank you, Sarah. Welcome back to Nick Reed in the Morning Show. I'm your host, James Clary, filling in for Nick. And Sarah and I were talking in the break. You know, Quick Draw Gun, I may have to go to Quick Draw Guns. In Do it. Minute. They're really nice. Yeah. They're I need Because I've got a pistol. And honestly, a pistol, I have a, a 9 millimeter. It's probably the worst home defense weapon you can have. Yes, it's, you know, close to the bed. It's easy to pick up. But it's hard to hit something with a pistol. A shotgun, on the other hand, is <laughs> the last shotgun I bought. I got rid of it. I need. I should have never gotten rid of it, but I did. But the last one I bought, he goes, man, you get a pump gauge. He goes, just that, that noise alone will scare people off. And, I mean, shotgun is probably the best home defense weapon that you can get. So do do support our sponsor. We appreciate them. <clears throat> and, you know, things are <laughs> things are crazy right now, folks. I don't need to tell you that. So I just did a quick uh, Google search. I put war with Iran. Top stories. News about Iran, Israel, and war. I mean, there's a hundred. New York Times, Iran faces a dilemma in the Israel-Hamas war. The Guardian, how Iran uses proxy forces in the region to strike Israel. CNN, uh, major escalation, uh, here's the Daily Mail, major escalation of Israel-Hamas war ebbs closer as Iran warns it may be forced to enter the conflict. Is the Biden administration preparing for the wrong kind of war with Iran? How Iran is flexing its military must on and on. Folks, they are projecting what they want. They want war. Remember, like I said, like I've said dozens of times. Oh, here we are. Fox News, FBI director. Elevated terror threat in the U.S. Oh, so really? You're just figuring that out now, Chris Ray. You, the Department of Homeland Security, of which you're a part... The FBI, the DOJ has allowed at least 8 million illegals to cross into our country unvetted. Now you're warning us about an elevated terror threat? Really? Guys, it's coming. We've all known, we've all felt it. The last clarification show, we talked about psychic phenomenon and ESP and how people actually do have extra sensory perceptions. And you know, it's that feeling in your gut. You talk about that. Well, I think all of our listeners, and I've, I've read your texts coming in. We all feel like something's coming. Sarah, do you feel that way? Yep. Sarah does. We all feel that. We don't know what it is. I mean, a lot of us have said, oh, there's an economic collapse 
coming. But this thing in Israel, and this is where it gets in the conspiratorial side. Like I said, the Israeli intelligence did not miss the attack. They allowed it to happen. I'd stake, I'd stake anything. I'd stake my reputation on that. Look, the Israeli, the Mossad and the Israeli intelligence apparatus is the most sophisticated in the world next to the United States. And they may even be better than the United States. And remember this, Gaza is on their border. It's like saying, do you not think that the United States knows what's going on in Matamoros, Mexico, which is right across the border from Brownsville, Texas? Do you not think we know? Of course we know what's going on there. Do you think if there was an attack coming by armed whoever across the Mexican border that we would have no warning? No, we know. We totally know. As U.S. strikes Syria to send Iran a message, war fears grows. They're ginning it up. Every, every news site. And that's the problem. If you watch the news on television, you're going to be jaded. Because they aren't telling you the truth. The news, quote unquote, the cable news, is part of the deep state. They are inextricably connected. You can't have one without the other. They're ginning this up for us to go to war with Iran. And all it would take, I mean, this is a powder keg, folks. Look how high the tensions are. I think some of that is planned. You know, these massive pro-Palestinian protests. And then you've got the the side of, you know, the Ben Shapiro's of the world that that say every square inch of Gaza should be raised and completely destroyed. Then you have some people, I'd like to think myself, that take a calmer, more reasoned approach that say, let's Israel's response be, I don't know, somewhat less than raising Gaza. I'm James Clary. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. It's the Nick Reed in the Morning Show. I'm your host, James Clary, filling in for my buddy, Nick. Hope he's getting a little sleep today because this show starts really early. I'm telling you, it is the dawn of crack. But <sighs> we've talked about a lot today. And I appreciate you indulging me because I, you know, I, I realize that my viewpoints can be labeled conspiratorial sometimes. But you know what I do is I look at history and I look at current events and I draw parallels. And particularly when I see the media just going nuts like Fox, Fox, I said Fox News this morning, this is the cable television news, not the radio news, but the Fox News, I mean, all over their screen is growing worries about U.S. attack. 
It's like, why all of a sudden? What what do they know? So I, you know, I'm on the the U.S. Department of Defense, the DOD website, and the headline is DOD continues effort to support Israel, comma, limit spread of war. This is from DOD News, if you can believe that. Now, here's something that's interesting about this. The U.S. government is also working with all relevant stakeholders for the safe evacuation of American citizens from Gaza. Finally, the U.S., I'm reading from the website again, finally, the U.S. military is taking decisive self-defense military actions to defend U.S. forces that have been attacked by Iranian-backed groups in Iraq and Syria. Now, here's a direct quote from this official. From October 17th to October 30th, U.S. and coalition forces have been attacked at least 14 separate times in Iraq and nine separate times in Syria through a mix of one-way attack drones and rockets for a total of 23 attacks to date, the senior official said. Many of these attacks were successfully disrupted by our military. Most failed to reach their targets thanks to our robust defenses. Where are the reporters asking the question, why are there U.S. forces in Iraq? Your husband's in the service, Sarah. Why do we have U.S. forces? in? I thought the Iraq war was over. Why are there U.S. forces in Syria? Really? Now, we all know why. I'm asking that rhetorically, of course. We know why. 9-11. Before 9-11, the U.S. had almost zero presence in the Middle East. I mean, we just, we didn't. We didn't have bases since 9-11. The U.S. has over 200 military bases in the key countries in the Middle East, including Iraq. Now, we were told that the Iraq war is over. We withdrew, right? No, obviously not. Here's the U.S. Department of Defense saying they've been attacked 29 times in Iraq and Syria. Syria is a sovereign country that has been fighting a civil war For years, Bashir al-Assad, the prime minister of Syria, I don't know if it's prime minister or president, I think it's prime minister of Syria, the leader in Syria, has generally aligned himself with the Russians. Putin has supplied much support to Assad. And you remember, they were attacked by ISIS. Now, I've done a whole show on ISIS. ISIS was a CIA creation. John Brennan and Barack Obama created ISIS in the year 2012 at a secret base in Jordan. That's been reported, verified by Seymour Hersh. It was verified by the former Jordanian president who said, yes, there was. I did allow the CIA to train forces that were used to create ISIS. 
Now, remember Trump came in office? He defeated ISIS in like a week. Obama had eight years. Well, ISIS came out in 2012, so he had four years. Well, he created ISIS. Of course, he's not going to destroy it. Remember all those videos going around of the guys in the prisoners in orange jumpsuit and ISIS supposedly beheaded them or set them on fire? Most of those were shot in a soundstage in London. They were fake. You're being manipulated. Everything you've been told is a lie. Not everything, but a lot of things. So if there is an attack here in the U.S. and American civilians are killed, it's going to be horrible. But it cannot be a pretext to go to war with Iran. A war with Iran would be one of the most horrible things to ever happen to this country and possibly the world. There's a very good chance that it would lead to World War III. You think Russia and the CCP are going to stand by and let Iran be decimated? No, they're not. Now, there may be some kind of agreement between the U.S., Russia, and the CCP that they uh, let Iran be destroyed and then we divvy up the spoils. I mean, that could be very likely. It wouldn't surprise me at all. But resist the temptation to jump on the war bandwagon when all this stuff happens, because it is coming. Now that I've warned you about it, I want you to start watching the news with a critical eye. See if you can't notice the intentional fanning the flames of war, making people scared. They want you to be afraid. They want you to be afraid of a terror attack. You know, this whole anthrax thing. It could be happened. Hey, call Jace Medical. Get some antibiotics. You should have antibiotics. Anyway, James Clary, Nick Reed will be back tomorrow. We'll see you next time.